good morning. This is Reverend G. Chris Brown. G. Chris Brown. Another podcast on this um, Thursday morning. And I wanted to, you know, do part two of this uh, podcast series, the Love Series. And one thing that I remember... Um, very vividly is watching Space Jam. I love Space Jam. Love Space Jam. Love Space Jam. Love Space Jam. And I remember as a young Michael Jordan was in the backyard shooting baskets and then his father came out saying, you know, it was late, you're making all this noise. And he said, could he have one more shot? But then he kept shooting, he kept shooting, he kept making it. And then he started talking about all these dreams that he had. You know, where he talked about, you know, he wanted to play for North Carolina, he wanted to play on the championship team, he wanted to uh, go to the NBA, play baseball. He, he talked about these dreams, he talked about these ambitions that he had. And you could see the excitement and the look on his face when he was talking about it. And then not only that, when you have heard Michael Jordan's story in real life, in real time, he talks about the fact that those were goals, those were ambitions, and he was able to achieve them because he worked hard, because he pushed hard, because he pushed through, because he was so determined that it made him want to be better, it made him want to go after those dreams, go after those goals, go after those, even after being cut, even after... Uh, not making varsity, having to stay with junior varsity, even after being told that he should go to the Army and not even play basketball, he still had the determination. He still had those goals or dreams and to win, to be a great player, to achieve what others thought he couldn't achieve. But see, that's what I want to hit at today is that when you love yourself, you also love the dreams, the goals, and the ambitions. Because there are some things and some gifts and some talents that God has given you specifically that's only meant for you. God has given you some things that's only meant for you. And so when you have these dreams and when you have these goals and when you have these ambitions, you go full force. In other words, if you love the gifts, if you love the talent, when you love you and love what God has placed in placed in you, then you go full force. You give it all that you have. You think an art an artist doesn't get great quickly, but because they have that love to draw, they have that love of colors, they have that love of writing, of of drawing great pictures, it makes them become a great artist. A great author doesn't become great after one essay, but they have to continue to work on their craft. They have to continue to work with their sentence structure, their their grammar, when to and when not to use the punctuation. How can I word this better? How can I word this differently? How can I word this in such a way where it's not taking up so much space? And how can I captivate the reader and listener's attention? They didn't get great quickly, but because they love what they had in them, it pushed them to become great. 
it pushed him to become great. Yeah, I remember one of my favorite books as a kid growing up was Hill Harper's Letter to a, Letters to a Young Brother. It's one of my favorite books to this day. And he talked about his goals. He talked about his passions. He talked. He even talked about, you know, going to school and, and acquiring some debt. But he said he was glad that he did it because he was pursuing his dreams. He was pursuing his passions. Even when he started getting a couple of acting roles, he loved it so much that he continued to pursue it. He continued to go after it. When God is giving you talent, when God is giving you gifts, when God has blessed you the way he's blessed you, you have to keep going at it and see there are going to be times when you can't even go to sleep at night because your dreams and those, and those things that God is placing you, they keep you up at night. Muhammad Ali said, if your dreams don't scare you, scare you they're not big enough. And you, we all know the brashness, the bravado that Muhammad Ali displayed. Because Muhammad Ali was not afraid to let anybody know that he was the greatest. Muhammad Ali was not afraid to let anybody know that. Muhammad Ali said he hated every minute of training, but he said to himself, train now and become a champion later. So, when you have these gifts and talents, and when you love what you have, you don't sit on them, but you grow with them. There are many people who have a lot they can offer, a lot they can do, a lot that they can bring to the table, but they're just sitting on what they possess. God has given you so much. There is so much in you, but are you going to let it come out? What are you still, why are you still holding on? In other words, why are you still allowing it not to come out? What is making you afraid and scared? There's no telling what you can accomplish. When you let the Holy Spirit start working, there's no telling what you can accomplish, but it's letting the spirit work, not the spirit of fear, not the spirit of timidity, not the spirit of, of, of being scared of what people are going to say. But when you let the Holy Spirit work on you, when you let God really work on you, then you can go after it and not be afraid, but go after it. Now, let me say. In going after what the Lord has put in you, you got to be watchful and careful of who you talk to. Whether it's saying you're going to start a business, whether it's saying you're going to keep writing, you're going to write books, whatever you're, whatever you say, you got to be careful who you tell that to. See, that's why sometimes when, when God gives us different revelations, we, we don't always need to run and tell people. Don't always need to run to social media and tell social media. Because some people specialize in the dream killing business. And not just that. There are those who, because they can't see it in you, 
or matter of fact it's not even that they can't see it in you they don't want to see it in you and because they don't want to see it in you then they will tell they will tell you I, sh I wouldn't do this you need to do this you need to do that no 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 this what you're telling me to do is not what the Lord has told me to do. It's not what the Lord has given me. I mean, you, you think about when we you think about our society and you see kids in our society who play sports, but sometimes they're playing a sport that doesn't fit them, but because their parents are trying to live through them they're forcing this child they're forcing this kid to play this and making them really miss out on their childhood and also with whether they know it or not they're birthing some resentment because you're forcing you're forcing you're forcing you're forcing and not letting this person really develop and go after the sport that they want to play it could be sports it could be ballerina it could be somebody being a ballerina it could be anything because your dreams are yours, but I have my own. But the thing is, with anybody, you're never too old to accomplish a dream. You're never too old to accomplish a dream. There have been 90-year-old people, 80-year-old people in their 90s, people in their 80s, people in their 70s. Whether it's getting a high, getting their high school diploma, I've seen plenty of them go back to school and get that college degree that they weren't able to get because of circumstances, whether they had to work, whether they got married real young, but they went back to school and got a degree. So there, there's never a limit to what you can achieve when you let the Lord be your leader. But do you love yourself enough to go after your dreams. Cause I because I, I believe God gives us all gifts, gives us all time, but he also gives us those dreams, those goals, that ambition that do that will keep you up. That will make you have some unrest. Sometimes the reason we don't always feel satisfied and complete is because we're not giving our all to what we should do. God is too good for us to be lackluster when we when we can be better. And watch this. Stop waiting for people to push you. Push yourself. Push you. Push yourself. It ain't about somebody else always pushing me. If I love me, then I ought to push myself to be better. You know, I love seeing it now. I, I've seen some of my some of my old friends, um, our friends from middle school, who have begun, who have started their own business. Um, you know, they started their own their own um, hair business, and I love that. You know, I love the fact that the Lord put it in my spirit to start this podcast was I nervous absolutely was I nervous to write books those books I've written whether it's the poetry books the devotional this book about my life story the book about a road trip with God absolutely but 
the Holy Spirit wouldn't let me loose until I did what he commanded me to do. I love that my beautiful girlfriend, the love of my life, Shayla, has started her podcast. You know, she has a kingdom business business where she helps preachers with their sermons and how to write them out. Love that. Whatever God has given you, those talents, don't sit on them. Don't be like that one who had the talent, but he sat on it because he was afraid. Be like the one that had 10 and 5. Go after it so you can hear the Lord tell you, well done, thy good and faithful servant. Be that go-getter. God's put something in you that's specifically for you. And it's a part of his plan and will. But you got to be watchful. You got to be careful how you, who you tell. But, but you have to make sure that you're being a proper steward. And treating your gifts and talents with the proper care. It's like a car. If you don't take care of a car... When it's time to get it maintenance, when it's time to take care of the tires, when it's time to get the oil changed, if you don't take care of a car, eventually that car is going to break down. Why? Because you didn't take care of the car and you didn't give that car its proper care. You know, I was listening to, um, I was listening to Gilbert Arena's interview the other day on the jump. And one thing he said was that, you know, the NBA now is doing low management where they're not making players play for certain games for not wearing their body down. Now, of course, you know, there are, there are people who have their different views and different opinions on that. But one thing Gilbert Arenas said was because Gilbert Arenas had three surgeries in 14 months after the first initial when he tore his meniscus. And I remember reading an article once that the Wizards, when he was still playing with the Wizards, he was playing the Nets, and Jason Kidd looked at him and said, you don't look right because of his knee. So he had another surgery, then had another surgery, but he said he wished he had low management so that he could have given his body the proper care and took care of his body in such a way to where he didn't have, so that this injury did not keep him down. What I'm saying is, whatever the Lord has given you, you have to take care of it. Whether it's that's, that's the gift of preaching and teaching, you got to take care of it. Whether it's the gift to play sports, you got to take care of it. Whether it's the gift to sing, you got to take care of it. Whether it's the gift to play, to, to play the piano, play the organ, play the drums, whatever it is, you have to take care of it. But also don't limit yourself. You don't know what God can do for you with your gifts when you give your gifts the proper care. When you tell God, thank you for my gifts and when you use your gifts for his glory. got to be a good steward. You got to pray. Say, God, God, what do you want me to do with this dream? What do you want me to do with this goal? How is this going to bring your name glory and get me closer to you?
Because don't do don't do stuff just to show off. Do stuff to show God's grace. But also do stuff so God can show you that when you really trust in him, there's nothing that you can't do. There's nothing that you can't do. There's nothing that that church can't do. There's nothing that that parent can't do. Just like there was a woman the other day. She, she was getting swore in at the passing the bar exam. Single mother and the judge was holding her baby while he's swearing her in. There's nothing you can't do. When you keep God first. Trust God and love yourself and know to be that, to be that go-getter, to, to give it all, your all. There's nothing you can't do because God will take care of you and give you that strength, that power, that fortitude to make it and to achieve. Trust God and he'll let you achieve. Father, we thank you now for this podcast. We thank you for blessing us with dreams, goals, and ambitions. Now, Father, we ask that you would continue to touch us, that we be, that we don't put our dreams, our goals, our ambitions, our gifts on hold or to the side, but that we give them all that we have because we know it's because of you that we have them. So, Lord, every day of our lives that you bless us to live, let us always be the best. Let us always be great. Let us always achieve and obtain everything we can and put no limits on ourselves because you are a God that has all power and all control. So have your way today, and we'll give your name glory, honor, and praise. In the name of your son, Jesus, we pray and ask it all. Amen. God bless you. Thank you for tuning in to this podcast.